everyone. Welcome to another episode of SIDcast. I am your host, David Gibson, and we have the Red River Roundtable is what I'm dubbing this, guys. Uh, Don Veith and Kelvin Quellies are both on to talk about their uh, Twitter chat, side of chat. Some of you do participate, but I know a lot of our listeners uh, do not. Maybe it's the souls of you that have uh, picked up on the podcast since Cosida or maybe in the past couple of weeks. Um, these are the two masterminds behind that. So uh, before we get into their stories and their, you know, questions, answers, uh, we'll get through some housekeeping stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm professional and I cough during my own show. Um, thank you all for downloading, subscribing. Rating and reviewing is really important. Uh, it helps out with the algorithm on iTunes that we pop up. That way other people, when they search, you know, Sports Information Director Podcasts, then will pop up pretty easily. So those things are, are very important, and it takes just a second to give a 5, a 4, a 3, 2, or 1 star, uh, and maybe even leave a sentence or two as a review. Uh, it definitely helps out and goes a long way. If you guys always want to follow us, uh, at Sports Infocast on Twitter, backslash Sports Infocast on Facebook because SIDcast is already taken. And as always, you can contact us using Sports Infocast at gmail.com. Whew, that was about, it takes me about a minute and a half, guys, uh, to get through all that. So thank you all. Thank you both for being patient. This is the first conference call I've ever done. So um, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves just real quick before we get into our background. So, Kelvin, how about you? Uh, I'm Kelvin Quellies. I'm the Sports Information Director at Texas A&M Kingsville. Been here about three years. Um, I oversee marketing, communications, um, promotions. Um, we oversee all social media. We oversee all graphics. And basically anything external aside from some corporate sponsorship, we do handle some of that as well. But uh, I'm originally from New York City. Uh, I have... I've moved a lot of places, uh, David. I know I've, I've done this show before, and, and uh, I'm, again, originally from New York City, graduated from Delaware, worked at Louisiana Tech, then uh, back in New York. I was the assistant AD for Sports Info at the City College of New York. I was there. I was 22 years old at that time, so at that point I was one of the youngest uh, head SIDs ever. And um, then I moved to Florida Tech for their inaugural football season. I was there for a year. And I handled um, football, lacrosse, and a couple other sports, men's basketball, tennis, uh, volleyball. And uh, when I was 24, I moved to Kingsville to become the head again. I've been the director of sports information here since late July of 14. And uh, and currently, you know, I have one full-time assistant. We actually posted a second assistant job that I'm in the process of hiring. So we'll have we'll, we'll expand on our on our staff here. And so with something like this would, would definitely be something that um, that we look forward to and down the line where we're able to continue to do a lot of the things that we saw at Cosida with graphics and, and with GIFs and After Effects, some broadcasting and, and things like that. So um, that's my quick, I guess, synopsis of where I've been and uh-huh. my current position. Don, how about you? I'm Kellen. Uh, you kind of went all out there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm at um, Don V, the director of athletic communications here at Northeastern States. I'm, uh, I would want to say, about nine months into the position here. Um, before that, I was four years at Cameron University, the sports information director there. And both me and Calvin were in the same league for uh, since he got to Kingsville. Um, Sadly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, 
we kind of have the same basis of knowledge within that, within that league landscape before that. Um, I did a little bit of work at the Lone Star Conference, and before that I did a short six-point stint in Division One at High Point University, and I was uh, did my undergraduate and graduate degree work at Winona State, which is in Minnesota. Um, I guess my small claim to claim there is being there during a couple of national championship runs of basketball. Um, I didn't really do a whole lot with the sports information side. It was uh, more of a broad landscape, and that kind of gave me my got my foot wet in the athletics and wanted to be part of it. Uh, that's where it kind of all stemmed from there. Um, you know, you, you go move you move forward in your athletic career. You win a couple national championships when you're an undergraduate and graduate. You think it's really easy. Now you're, you know, about a decade later, uh, you don't realize how, <laughs> how tough it is yeah. actually of those things. But um, you know it's um, it's a it's a weird landscape, and I'm a northerner who's basically kind of in the Bible Belt. Um, you know, I trade off the winters for the summers. Um, so I rather hey, same here, buddy. Same I, here. I rather, I, I guess in some regard, we deal with a hundred degree weather than shovel a foot of snow off the ground and be more worried about my carvings uh, slide off the highway. So so. Uh, what is something that you both miss about uh, being from your homes in the north? I mean, for me, easily, it's uh, it's easy. It's having something to do after midnight. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just just being again. I'm from New York City, so uh, a lot of times our schedule, especially during the year, um, primarily during the fall, when we've got all of our football home games are at 7 p.m. So I'm pretty much done around 11:30 midnight. And living in Kingsville, everything is pretty much closed by then. So you go to Corpus, and everything closes around one or two. So it's a uh, you get a good hour in, and that's pretty much it. But uh, in New York, you know, you, you're it's obviously a city that never sleeps. So you you always have something to do. Um, I I really don't sleep much, so that's that's what I would say I miss the most is just the uh, the option of of having other things to do. What about you, Don? Well, I grew up in Boston, Wisconsin, and the town's about 4,000, so any town's almost larger than where I'm at now. So so before, it was pretty much my options at night were you could either go bowling until about 10, 10.30, you could hit the Kmart before 10 o'clock, or stop at the truck stop to eat Wendy's. So the options are fairly, it's fairly small. <laughs> so it, I think it's more or less, you know, you grow the sports aspect, I'm a Wisconsin person, so... You know, it's yeah, it's great to be around Packer Nation. I'm a, a Milwaukee Brewers fan. There isn't a whole lot of Milwaukee Brewers fans here in Northeast Oklahoma. Same thing with being, you know, every SID has, I would want to say, a, like a, I want to say a Power 5 school they did before. So mine would be with you know, University of Wisconsin Badgers. Um, there is not a whole lot of Wisconsin Badger fans around this area either, so. Um, you know, that's the parts I miss. Um, obviously, family as well. Um, that's the other aspect of it that you kind of miss. But, you know, just kind of the landscape of the job, it's very hard to find a position that's, you know, relatively near your hometown. There are physically no universities that are near my hometown unless it was a Division three school, which is still an hour away. So, you know, to find a job in your hometown, it's kind of a lucky uh, ability to do it. Um, and, yeah, you know, Calvin can probably test this too. Is that he's? Yeah, you know, I see pictures of him with his family as well. So I think that's the other aspect that you kind of miss out of being five hundred to a thousand miles away from 
Don, Don saying that he's a Brewers fan, I actually just text one of my student workers. She's a, she's actually dating a Josh Hader. He just got called up a couple of weeks ago by the Brewers. So I just texted her now and said she's got a, somebody that will join her in uh, being hey, uh, a Brewers fan. If she can hook me up with tickets for the Sunday, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Don, you weren't able to be at Cosida, but you went and did some pretty cool things. What was your uh, trip that you went on? Well, I kind of disappeared almost off the face of the earth, and that's basically because uh, I didn't have any sort of uh, mobile connection or really wireless. I, we went on a cruise uh, in Europe, so I was in Barcelona, um, Marseille, Nice, um, I spent a day in Rome, Florence, so um, it was basically a cruise, and we had this booked for like a year already. So um, I was at a different institution, and Cosaro really wasn't part of the, you know, obviously funding was a different situation, so it was never a part of the discussion, so we booked the trip, and um, things changed over the year. So I think it's the other aspect of it, too, is that, you know, Cosaro is great, but you also have to make time for um, time to be with your people you love and I went with my fiance too over there so it's a trade-off I guess and I you know you gotta have time for yourself too and that was kind of my opportunity to have someone on our time um, I kind of hit northeastern state with the ground running I literally transitioned from Cameron to here was overnight it was kind of like a, a mid-season baseball trade where you're wearing one uniform one day and wearing another uniform the next day so basically it's Kind of traded in my old camera pole with that NSU pole, show up to the office for the next day. <laughs> so, and we had football, home football that week, weekend, so basically I got there on a Thursday and Saturday we had football. And being with Kelvin at the Lone Star, I was one of two schools that did not have football, so it was kind of a transition for me where you kind of deer with the headlights mentality, I guess. <laughs> Running up, basically starting a position six weeks in the football field. But Kelvin, I did see you uh, at Coastside. What I just want you know briefly. What were your thoughts on Coastside? Things you liked, things you didn't like. You know, covering all your bases. Uh, I mean, for me, it was I was fortunate to uh, to be asked to present again. I know you presented this year, and this was your your first Coastside. But uh, last year, I presented on work life balance. This year, um, it was on webcasting and tying it into social media. Um, and, and being able to do that, you know, you meet a lot of, a lot of people, but, um, I think the biggest, the biggest thing for me away from Cosada is the amount of people that came up to me about Sada chat. Uh, you know, when, when Don and I started this and it, and it was originally his idea, as I said, on the, uh, on the initial podcast I did, I mean, I think it's, it was something that we expected to get, um, some participation, but we didn't expect, uh, folks to, to to join us as much as they did and and honestly you know we have to continue to improve and 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 work on that but the feedback has been great and and so that's something that we felt as though there was there was something that was already done for everything aside from sports info primarily sports info so uh, i think getting the feedback from a lot of sids a lot of our colleagues and a lot of my friends is, is something that that uh, that humbled me, and, and I definitely appreciate it. But just meeting everyone and being able to network with everyone, going to some of these panels, and then just seeing people that I started with doing, you know, a lot of these panels and being successful. Like you know, Katie's panel was was one of those things, and it was going on right around the same time as yours. I think the room, the room right next to you, actually, yeah, it was, it was room right next to me. 
it was one of those panels that Jesus, uh, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't sit. I showed up a minute after she started and I was, I was a little creep on the corner just watching from outside of the room just because you couldn't find a seat. So, um, let's get into, uh, some side of chat stuff. How about, how's that sound? Perfect. Sounds good. So Don, as Kelvin has stated many times, and even in the last show that he was on, uh, this whole side of chat thing was your idea. Why don't you just go ahead and go through how you came up with the idea and why you thought it was important? Well, I think he's a little bit being too modest. I don't, I don't think this is my whole brainchild I as it is. I think this has been something that's kind of been down the pike for, I'd say, at least a couple of years. Uh, there was an SID chat, and that kind of diminished over time. And I'd say two years ago, when I went to decide, there was talks of one to revive that chat, and they kind of diminished, and then there was other Twitter chats that kind of popped up, and you got the small college athletic chat, athletics chat, which um, has run, it was a fantastic chat that was run by that group, um, and they recently um, kind of shut down, shut down that podcast, not podcast, but that chat, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if someone picks it up over time, because I think it's a great resource for um, anyone that's at a not only even small, but also large uh, college athletics program. Um, but I think, you know, it's part of a resource of um, getting to communicate with others in the industry, this whole chat that we started. And, you know, some schools do not do not have the resources to go to COSIDA or go to some areas do have a regional kind of, not really a COSIDA event, but they have a regional COSIDA meeting. And, and frankly, put some of our leagues don't really communicate well with each other. You know, this is a great opportunity to kind of reach out and network with other SIDs who are not, you know, not necessarily, me and Calvin are both Division II SIDs, but it's an opportunity for anyone who's, you know, any IA, I've seen community, community college SIDs, high school SIDs, um, Division One SIDs, is to kind of, you know, gather ideas and communicate with each other without, uh, besides one weekend a year, you know, but this thing, you know, we go probably about 40 to 50 times a, a year. And this is an opportunity for people to kind of connect and communicate with each other and, you know, joke around with each other. And I think, you know, last night's chat on June 26th, so it was hard for me to keep up with the chat because we were doing the topic, but also people were kind of joking around with the other SIDs who on when they answer a question. And they kind of spun off into their own topics, which is great because you you would want to see that sort of communication join together because, you know, we might be rival schools, but I think we all have the same goals in mind. I just think, you know, some people in this industry, either it's ego or this kind of mentality of putting walls around themselves. And realistically, it'd be great to share ideas and, you know, borrow ideas. And, you know, so maybe there's a way that someone's doing something more efficient, efficiently than we are that, you know, could be beneficial and, for me, I'm I'm a true one man shop here at Northeastern State. You know, luckily we don't not we don't have 18 sports. We have 10, uh, including football. So, you know, I don't have the time today to be able to split up split up to give it to a GA or assistant, but you know, get the most productivity in uh, and to get the most exposure possible. And we had ideas from our school that. You know, maybe doing a preseason preseason prospectus isn't probably beneficial anymore, but maybe it's more beneficial to do a video and, you know, gathering ideas about that. Um, 
Kelvin, how did you get involved with the chat? Well, initially, again, and uh, I guess Don says I'm being too modest, but uh, after his uh, his uh, initial idea, but it was it was something that that he he called me about and said, "Hey, what do you think about doing this chat?" Um, and so we we were on the phone for about an hour and a half, I believe, and we we were talking about the chat, how we would run it, the, the day we would run. Um, how we would communicate that to, to, to other folks. And, and again, with the amount of times that I've, I've moved, I've hit different time zones, and then I've also uh, gotten to meet a lot of people. So it, it's been something that we were able to, to promote ahead of time. So I think that was, that was one of the initial things that we ended up doing, was just sending it out to not just SIDs, but even marketing folks, and, and, and just sending it out to see what the interest was and to just gauge the interest in something like this. And when we ended up doing that, it was something that, that we were kind of, uh, we were kind of hit with about, Don, what would you say about 50 to a hundred folks said we would join. And so that, from that point, it was just, what day do we start? And we started right after Labor Day in September um, for a little less than a year now. And, and it, it's been, it's been something for us that again, primarily for, for me more than Don, it, just because I did go to, to, to Cosida, it's been it's been humbling to see the amount of folks that that follow. Um, and and on, honestly, one of the biggest things is just seeing how many folks are from D ones or D twos, D threes, NAIs, JUCOs, um, and and follow us. I mean, you you know you're not you're not a full time SID yet, and you follow the the uh, the chat. Uh, I had our broadcaster used to follow it. Um, you know, we we have. There's there's a couple of folks that are D1 folks. Uh, we we um, you know we even speak to Katie from YP about doing something with her. And so really the the big the biggest aspect for us was finding a day and keeping it consistent. Uh, because the one thing we didn't want to do was do it on a Monday one week and then the next week come back and do it on Tuesday and then switch it up back to Monday. We wanted to keep it the same time consistent. And and that's what we've been able to do. There's been times when. We would end it early, but we would uh, we would let people know ahead of time. Um, but for the most part, it's been something that's very consistent, and it's grown throughout the, the less than a year now, but nearly a year that we've done it because of that reason. I believe I think it's it's grown because we've been able to to get other people to host and moderate and to ask their questions, and and you know we don't we don't shy away from criticism. You know, if if somebody wants to host and somebody wants to ask questions, that that may ruffle some feathers, but it's something that'll benefit the. Uh, long term that's that's something that we do i mean you know if if anybody does want to host they can reach out on the side of chat twitter account or they can dm me or don but uh we, you know we we welcome that we welcome interaction and engagement we don't want people that always agree with us we don't want people that um you know we're going to ask the uh the softball questions um you know what's it like being an sid you know the little things like that we don't we don't want that we want to make sure that what we're doing is getting different input from different SIDs because let's face it, I'm not going to answer the question the same way somebody from LSU will. Um, you know, their resources are a lot more than we have. They have more SIDs. They have a marketing team. They have a graph. So it's going to be different. I'm interested to hear from both of you. Kelvin, we'll start with you first. So what's it like for somebody that doesn't really know? What's it like to moderate? It's, it's unique in a sense because you know exactly what's going on now. Uh, that's that's what your phone's like. That's what your laptop's like for an hour. Um, you know, right now I pushed off notifications uh, while we're doing this, but when I turn my phone back on, I'm sure I'm going to have tons of 
of texts and, and uh, some calls, a lot of Twitter and Instagram posts. But um, really, it's, it's something that you have to engage with folks. Um, you know, it's, it's not just liking a tweet and that's it. You know, if you see something that whether you agree or disagree with it, if you think other people are going to enjoy what they're saying or they'll interact with that, you know, ask, ask a follow-up question to that person. And, uh, and, and that's something that, for us, I think we've done a good job on. Again, we, we don't shy away from it. Just because you disagree with us, we're not going to just shun you or block you. You know, we're, we're going we're gonna to ask you why. Um, and, and, and I think that's something that, for most people, um, you know, it's something no one likes to be criticized, but it's beneficial, especially in this field. You know, we, we're all working sometimes 11, 12 hours, hell, more than that on occasion, a day. Uh, and, you know, we don't know everything, like Don said. And, and so for us, it, it's, it's one of those things that, when we started it, we wanted to make sure we had enough content. And that's the only way you'll have enough content is by getting different moderators that have different opinions. Uh, otherwise, you know, people will get tired from hearing about, uh, you know, what Don and I think. Don, how about you? Well, uh, I agree with Calvin where, where we kind of go. You know, we don't judge. Uh, we, we, we hit some topics that might get a little heated, but I think any sort of discussion can be a friendly discussion fairly easily. Our chat last night, we we kind of continued conversation about Cosada, um, you know, without going into a big rant about everything. With what what uh, panels would you like to see next year? You know, what would you like to see? In it? And I don't. We kind of spun off from there. I had a whole different set of questions after that. We just never got to them because the conversation on Cosada in general lasted, I'd say, almost 25 minutes, and we talked about uh, what things that need to get could be replaced. And I think a lot of people had some spirited discussion about what they'd like to see with the overall convention. I think that's, I think in a a way that's a positive, um, and, you know, I think, or other thing that we've kind of hit on too has been wellness. And I guarantee you, I'm not the most uh, fit person in the world as it is, but I think that's kind of a real concern uh, within the SID profession. That um, you know, what are we doing to keep ourselves well during the season? Because I'm as guilty as about 95 percent of the SIDs in the nation that when they're driving home, they see McDonald's and I'm going to go have a hamburger on the way home. It's because we're getting off at 11:30 p.m. So you know, tips and tricks that, you know, that we can kind of keep our, either our mind, spirit, and body kind of in better shape than the athletic year. And, and also, you know, the conversation can go into, you know, having time for yourself. We had a great question last night um, about a new father. Um, that was not even part of our original topic. <laughs> he kind of came out and asked it about five minutes before our chat, and I thought that, you know, that's, it's a benefit for him to have, have a platform to ask that question to a bunch of people in the industry who've been around, you know, 30-plus years to being a relative newcomer. Because, obviously, I'm not a father. And Calvin, I know, isn't a father, but we have the only thing we're fathers of is dogs at this juncture. <laughs> so, um, But we do have SIDs who are parents and kind of get that perspective and kind of answer that question about what they do. And I think that's... I think what's one of the positives of chats. Um, there's always going to be their, those critics, and that's fine. Um, I think it's. I think the more you have a group of people, like-minded people together, thinking and talking out loud, and you know, we can bring people in. Uh, 
I think it's only the benefit to the industry as a whole. Yeah, David, and having somebody like you to touch on that, you know, having someone like you who, who you know, you have a broadcast-heavy background, you know, it's a it's important for us to touch on that as well, and and you know that's why that's why in September I had our broadcaster host, and I know you've been a part of it too, and and you know having the student GA perspective is something that's important to us too because some of us are looking for for full timers or or even a GA or someone to come into that field, and if it's somebody that's engaging there but you already know what to look for, then then it's someone that that is setting themselves up down the line to be in the conversation for some of these jobs, um, you know, without necessarily the required year or two years or, or what have you, you know, I, I think it's, it's one of those things that if we don't want to just touch on the traditional SID sense, you know, it's, it's set up for athletic communication professionals, but art industry, and, and we all know this, art industry has changed so much, you know, 10 years ago, it was all about writing. And while writing is still the foundation, you know, if you don't know how to design at this point, um, you better hire some some help. If you're the if you're the director, you better hire a, a good assistant that knows what they're doing. Because if not, then you're falling way behind. What have been some of the key differences that you guys have seen since the beginning of Side of Chat to now? Don, we'll start with you. Oh boy, that's kind of a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's got to be a lunch break in between there. What's changed? I think it's gotten. I think it's gotten more traction. Um, I think we've got more people who don't know me or Calvin uh, joining the chat. Uh, I'd say Calvin's a, kind of a social guru as it is, and you know he, he invites everybody to it. And that's probably what I think I need to do better at. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, I think it's I think it's kind of branched up a little bit where Calvin was talking about broadcasting. I don't think that was really one of our when we thought about when I thought about it, I guess I never even considered that as a possibility. Was, you know, the broadcasting side of it. And, you know, I think there was talks about the graphics part too. And I think um, I don't think that we realized how much that was a um, a growing trend in this industry. We we kind of understand Division One level, but I think uh, at our level it's uh, it's kind of turning into arms race similar to Division One. I figured it would be. It's kind of a broader question. I, I sometimes ask broad questions, but Kelvin, what are some things that that you've seen differently? Uh, I think promotional-wise, we've gotten more traction, like he said. But I, I think it's 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 also something that that we've we've made a priority. Um, you know, reaching out to co-sided folks and reaching out to to board directors, not or board members, not just SIDs that I'm friends with. Um, or that Don's friends with, you know, we, we want to make sure that we're reaching out to, to everybody to include all, 
all aspects. You know, some of these questions that we ask are, are sent to us by veteran SIDs, and some are asked by people that just want to join the field. I don't think it's something that, that necessarily needs to have, you know, like we don't want to keep it as a, as a, you know, under a certain age group. Um, you know, I think it, it's it's something that for us, if, if you allow it to, to be not necessarily broad, but you ask questions that you know the majority of people are going through, that's where you get most interaction. You know, um, a lot of times I think, when we first started it, and again, just to talk about how this industry has changed so much, when we first started this, we, we didn't think we were going to ask so many questions about graphics. I, at least, I, I don't think so. Um, you know, I didn't think we were going to ask so many questions about graphics and, and social media and, and things like that. I knew the industry changed, but you know, um, at, at that point in September, everyone was solely focused on their fall sports at that point. You know, if you had football, volleyball, soccer, uh, cross country and, and those type of sports, you know, you you're, you're worried more about the coverage aspect. So I think initially when we started, it was about how you start the season off, how do you start with your templates and things like that, and then it branched off to everything else that we talk about. But definitely being more inclusive, um, and, and I think we've had a stable following and and a loyal following now that um, you know we don't have to necessarily go on. And remind them that it's it's from nine to ten Eastern time or eight to nine Central time. You know they know that now. Um, you know for for us for the beginning stages, as Don said, you know I'm I'm always on social media, so I think I sent it out to a whole bunch of people. I'm sure people were annoyed by me every time they saw a DM or, or something on Facebook or on Coast to Connect or something like that. You know, just saying like, hey, join us, join us, join us, and and I'm hitting up different pages on Facebook and I'm hitting up different accounts on Twitter. And so it, it seemed like, you know, we were, it was borderline harassing folks and, and, and just putting it on there. And so I think for us, it was just, you know, if you have to be your best promoter and if you're not, then this probably isn't the best place to host it. Wouldn't be on social media. Um, you know, it'd be something that's more email driven, um, I guess. But for, for, for us, I think it was something that we definitely needed to, to do something for SIDs. And along the way, we've gotten more and more people involved. Um, to a point where the amount of people that reach out to us, you know, we don't have to host more than once a month at this point. Um, you know, and, and to me, that's, that's a great thing for us because that's four or five different opinions and philosophies coming out in a month. So, you know, you may, you may not like me, but you don't have to deal with me for, <laughs> for the entire month. Or, or if, if you don't, if you disagree with the, with my philosophy or the way that I do things, then. You know, Don hosts the week after, and then we have somebody else host the week after, and and so you're not you're not necessarily missing an entire month. You're not just saying to hell with this chat. Um, I, I think that's that's been the biggest aspect is just you know having that loyal following and then having that social media traction that we we've uh, we've created now. So here's another loaded question for the each of you. Um, what has been the biggest challenge? Calvin, we'll start with you. Uh, biggest challenge for sure is obviously during the fall. We're hosting this on a Monday, so you're going against Monday Night Football. You're going against a lot of folks that you know spend time with their families. Um, I'm engaged, and so you know I'm hosting this while I'm sitting next to my fiance. Um, Don has it just um, proposed to his girlfriend just a while ago, so congrats to him. But um, you know, doing things like that, like you're, you're putting, we talk about work-life balance, and now we're asking people to join us after work. You know, after hours for for an hour on Twitter, so I think that's the biggest challenge is, is doing it on a Monday where 
Um, you know, you may be busy, but again, it was something that on Tuesday you had something, Sunday at that point you had something, Thursday you had something, you know, Friday, Saturday, most folks are going to go out, so they're not going to join us at that time. So it was really just finding a day that, that we can keep it consistent and we would have a loyal following. Don, what about you? Um, I'd say pretty much almost what he said. Um, you know, just kind of getting that traction on, you know, it's difficult to find a day for Mass ID. It's completely free because it was, um, we already had, I think, two chaps that were kind of in between us, between the two of us, that were already already established and already had a following and kind of popped up in the middle there. And, and I think right now there's another chat that kind of runs, um, for the Mark exclusive group that kind of popped up the same time we did, not the same time we did, but who runs almost the same time we do. Um, but I think one thing that, you know, one of the challenges we had is, you know, trying to find a consistent basis to kind of uh, keep up with COSIDA is with the promoting side of it. Um, I think it's really beneficial um, to the whole membership to be able to know about this resource and I think that's been kind of the um, one of our challenges so far is um, you know they're they're a big busy organization and I think we just it's just one of those things that um, you know it's just not a very consistent basis I guess without going into uh, too much of a generalization I guess. All right, so which one of you wants to promote uh, side of chat here for just a second? I believe the snake chat goes. To Think Chad goes over to Calvin. He's the uh, bigger promoter than I am. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so really, the the biggest aspect of joining it, obviously, is the fact that you get to to interact with hundreds, if not more, SIDs across the the country. And it's not just D two based, even though we're both D two um, guys. You know, it's it's D one, two, three, NAI, and JUCO. Um, for an hour, once a week, we ask questions, four or five questions, and we you know, th this is your your opportunity to. You may not be able to speak to your athletic director, vice president, or whoever you you uh, answer to on your respective campuses, but it gives you the opportunity to ask questions that you may not get answers for, or you may get in trouble for on your campus. Um, you know, if you need help with graphics, there's a ton of people that will send you a template and talk to you further about that. If you need help with writing, there's a ton of people that will do that for you. So it, it really is. A, a tool that allows us to interact and, and improve one another because overall, I don't think we, and, and, and I hope we don't carry ourselves this way, we don't think that we know it all. Um, you know, we ask questions that, that we want different um, input on and, and we we want folks that, you know, are from all facets, veteran SIDs, the first time um, SIDs, the first time heads, um, folks like you that haven't graduated college yet that you join you know we want that input from from a lot of people and, and that that allows us to it gives us a tool to host something and get input like that um from the from the co-sided board the week before co-sided most of those questions that we asked was given to us by them um so it was something it was something that um you know they they've got a wind of and they wanted to help promote co-sided through us and so it's something that on, on our end, you know, we want to continue to, to help this branch out and grow. And, and, again, if somebody wants to host, they can reach out to me, Don, or on the side of chat account. Um, next week we're taking it off um, because of 4th of July, so everybody can spend time. We talked about work-life balance earlier and, and spend time with your family. So spend time with your family and, and uh, you know, take some time off. 
you don't have to worry about us blowing up your phone next week. But uh, we'll come back the week after with with a couple of new items in, and that week that we come back, we will have another another host for that week, and, and we'll announce that later on today. But um, again, it, it gives us that opportunity. So, uh, long story short, I mean, you join us once a week for an hour. If you if you have questions, just reach out to us. But it gives you that opportunity to speak to, to hundreds, if not more, SIDs. And let's face it, all of us aren't going to text, call 100 people at one time. So this allows you to do that just by searching that hashtag, side of chat. Yeah, that is side of chat, Monday nights, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, 6 Pacific. I know my time zones. So um, let's get into to some fun questions. Kelvin, we'll start with you, and I know you've answered this once before, but I'm just, we just got to hear it again. What's your biggest horror story? Um, last time, I believe, I, I mentioned volleyball. Um, yeah. But uh, I, can, I can switch it up just so I'm not being boring. But uh, for me, I, I guess it was my first week here. My, the assistant that was in place here was actually leaving. So I was alone here for the first football season for – and that, honestly, for the first six months, I didn't have help here. Um, our football coach was let go midseason. So it was one of those things that it was, it was very difficult for me to, to do my job and to start changing everything that I, I felt like I was changing within a year when it was a one-person operation. Uh, our women's basketball team went winless that year. Um, so just, just promoting that and increasing the engagement in social media, those were the priorities that I made my first year here. It, it became difficult at a time when, you know, um, you, you definitely, when you write for a website, it's a little bit different than being a professional. You know, you write for a website, you got to keep it, you got to keep it pro whatever your team is. So for us, it was pro Havelina. So it was difficult trying to find positive headers at, at some points. Don, what about you? Um, we're talking about horror stories, right? Right. Um, Long story short, I got hit swearing the nose by a volleyball in Bay Iowa once. <laughs> that was not a fun experience, but um, I, guess I heard I heard about that one, Don. Don yeah. Don's old uh, student worker works at Kingsville now as a master's kid, so I heard that story. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I'd say we've we've I've had a deal with a coach recently, uh, not here at Northeastern State, but at a different institution who I think. Uh, didn't have any sort of control of his own program. And, uh, you know, I think it was really disappointing to see very, I'd say a lot of girls leave the program and not very happy with the institution, how things were ran. I think that was kind of uh, disappointing to see. I think that would be one of my, I wouldn't say that's my main horror story. It would be part of my main horror story, but, you know, I've, I've had to host home baseball, softball, and basketball on the same weekend, on a homecoming weekend for uh, Cameron. So I would guess, and we had tennis going on, so it was kind of, you know, we had three three league schools all at once playing playing at our place. And, you know, we're not very, I was not a very big staff, and uh, knock on wood, that never happens at Northeastern State, that we have the same thing happen. Uh, I may make a call right after this. <laughs> I guess that'd be my main one of my. I guess that'd be my main horror story there. So Don, we'll go back to you. What when you look at other SIDs in the country, maybe your division, conference, whatever, and you look at them and you say that is a good SID. What are some things that they do or some characteristics that they have to make you say that? Um, 
you know, I think they're genuine. Um, you know, I don't think that they think the program is about them. It's about the institution, the student athletes. Um, that's, you know, I think that's, you know, I don't think it's how great a writer they are, but I think it's more or less how nice the person is and you know, genuineness of it. Um, you know, I think, you know, you have to have some sort of care for the coaches, the community, and for the student-athletes and the administration as well. Um, you know, it's obviously, if you're in this position, it's about you and you are, you know, if you are tweeting about yourself rather than the program, I think there's a problem there. Um, I think you're not, you're more in it to promote yourself than the program. I think that's, um, with a lot of younger SIDs, I think that's a kind of a growing problem. Um, but, you know, it's it, it, it's, a, it's a correctable problem, but, um, you know, I think that's, you know, I really respect the SIDs who, you know, are kind of the genuine ones who are willing to help and willing to listen and, you know, are more about the program than the fouls. So, Calvin, what about you? Uh, well, they're first in charge with Kelvin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, um, honestly... What Don said is is uh, one of the things that, that I was preaching at COSADA, uh, just meeting some of these folks, um, especially the first time SIDs, when they were asking me how have how has it been that I've been in this industry since I was I was 21 as an intern at Louisiana Tech, and I was a head when I was 22. And so I told them, obviously, you know, it's a lot of luck plays a role in it, but it's not about me. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, it, it's – it's part of our job. You know, we're support staff for a reason. Um, you know, you can be senior staff on your respective campuses, but an SID's role or athletic communications, whatever your role is on your campus, is, is that of a support staff. You know, when loss or draw, you still have to cover your team. It's not about promoting yourself. It's about promoting the brand of your respective institution. And the student athletes are the brand. You know, without them, we don't have a job. So for us to, to act like we're above that, I think, it's something that's a slap in the face to some of these, you know, students, male or female. Um, I think a lot of times some folks on, on their campus, and like Don said, I think that's that's something that a lot of people struggle with. It's, um, you know, our job is very thankless. You work 80 hours a week on occasion, um, you know, and the pay just isn't, you know, that of being a full-time head coach somewhere. But that's part of your job. So if you, if you can't accept that, on your campus and you're going to complain about it nonstop and this probably isn't the feel for you. Um, you know, you, you need to, you need to ensure that your sole focus is to enhance the product that you're covering. And it's not supposed to be to enhance yourself publicly, whether, whether or not you, you plan on moving and, and improving your, your position at another institution, you can't make that publicly known. You know, it has to be more about the school, the coaches and the, and the student athletes, not, not about the individual SID. And Kelvin, we'll go back to you at this one. What's one piece of advice you give to a student going into this profession? Um, know, know that you don't know everything. Um, I think a lot of times, again, we talked about criticism earlier. Um, it's okay to say you don't know everything, but don't lie about your, about your your expertise. You know, on on a resume, it can you can put that you know Stacker, you can put that you know Photoshop. Well, I mean, this is just my example. If if I hired you as a student and you put that you knew it. I'm not giving you any direction the first time. If you say you know how to stack volleyball, then you're going to be static volleyball. And if you mess it up, and it's it's a mess up that you can tell it's from a newbie, 
um, you know, why would somebody hire somebody that directly lied to them? Um, you know, so I, I think it's just being honest with yourself and knowing what you're good at. Um, I think one of the biggest benefits of a student that wants to get into it, you think about it, who is primarily on social media? It's the student athletes. You know, the student athletes are the ones that can that can tell you what the changes are with Instagram stories, Snapchat stories, and things like that. So if you want to enhance that brand and add that to your department, there's benefit in hiring young, but it's also teaching them and not not expecting them to to necessarily follow your way of thinking. You know, um, I'm I'm 27 now, so I still think in a new media type of way, but I understand the importance of writing, and I'm not going to shy away from from mixing that, you know, having a, a good balance of somebody that can write with somebody that knows how to design. Don, what about you? You know, I think, you know, any sort of advice I give someone who's just started off in this industry is that, um, you know, don't expect to get a head job right away. Uh, so, many, so many people out there who basically, they got a college and they think they can get a job within 150 miles away from their hometown and be a head SID. Well, you, you can, it happens to very few few SIDs out there. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those cases where you we need to reach out and kind of venture out of your comfort zone and go somewhere else. And, you know, you got to pay your dues in some aspect, too. That, you know, this is not an industry where an SID is going to be paid, uh, you know, as, same as a head football coach. It's kind of like teaching, you know, the, the value, there's a high, high value for teaching, but they're just not paid, um, you know, where they should be, uh, or what the, what the what the value is, I guess. Um, but you know, that's the biggest aspect I would tell them is that you know don't expect a fifty thousand dollars salary out the college as an SID, but, you know, especially if you're a student worker. You might need to be a director assistant somewhere, and then maybe be an assistant, and then be able to head SID somewhere. You know, you, where you where you start is probably no, no means is where you you're getting up where your final destination is because uh, you you know you never know where you're going to be at ten years from now in this industry. Um, you know, administrations change, uh, affiliations change um, throughout this nation, so you just don't you just don't know. And I guess the other aspect of it, and Calvin kind of hit on, it, is uh, don't act like you know everything and act like you're the best person in the world because it's very easy to kind of burn bridges. And once you start burning those bridges, it's kind of hard to uh, rebuild them. And it's a very, this industry is a very network-driven uh, field. And the more people you know who can think highly of you, uh, who know what you're worth, uh, you know, the more easier it is probably for you to get to the front of the line with some sort of job search. So, uh, Kelvin, yeah. I... I know you've already presented on this a little bit, but we're going to go back to Don here. Uh, Work-life balance. What do you guys do to have fun? Um, you know, I like to travel. Um, obviously, we talked about that earlier in the show. Um, so um, next year we already have a trip that's booked to Northern Europe. So uh, as long as uh, U.S. Russian friendly, Russian uh, <laughs> relationship friendly this time next year, I should be spending two days in St. Petersburg and, We'll be going to Copenhagen and uh, Estonia and Sweden and Amsterdam uh, for a cruise. Uh, but room, room for two, Don? Room for two? <laughs> it does not conflict with Kosaya next year. So as long as everything works on my end, I should be there next year. But um, you know, I always enjoy going to sporting events. But 
um, it takes some time for me to go to a baseball game after we get done with our season. Um, you know, I you go. I think Calvin can talk about this as well as I can. You sit through a 50 game, 50 to 60 game baseball season. It takes you a little bit to go back to like a minor league baseball game and kind of sit there and enjoy it. So um, it's full us again. Um, same thing with any other sport. You know, you you work it all year. And you kind of um, <laughs> you need you need a little bit of time to decompress after. So what about your work-life balance, Calvin? Honestly, I've made a concerned effort to, to start taking care of myself. Uh, it's been three years since I had thyroid surgery. And, uh, you know, again, I, I talked about a lot a lot of this already, but, you know, it's spending time with your family. I, I live with my fiance and I have two dogs. And, um, you know, just spending time with her, having a vacation with her, going back to New York and seeing my family, but just getting away from the office. I don't have a work phone, so... Um, and I took advice from from a lot of people where, you know, you just put it away. Um, you know, it's very easy to use your phone at 4 a.m. If you see a notification on social media, you can just respond, but it's still going to be there. You know, if, if you take days off, how I went to Coastal for a week, when I came back, the world didn't end. So I could have, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you have to you have to ensure that you're putting yourself as a priority. I know that's very hard to do in our field. You know, what, when we talk about it, you know, you don't promote yourself and, there's a fine line between arrogance and confidence and all this thing, but you know, you, you have to take care of yourself. Um, and that's, that's part of it is spending time with your family, being away from the office. Um, you know, like Don said, you know, a lot of us work in sports nonstop. So if you don't feel comfortable going back to a game at right after the season ends, then don't, um, you know, if you're the type of person that has to go to a game just to work it, um, then maybe take some time off, take a couple months off, um, from going to your next game, over the summer or what have you, you know, but this time frame now is, is the, is a lot of the dead period. If I'm sure if you call most SIDs, a lot of them are on vacation now. Um, so all of us have vacation days, you know, just use it, make sure you use it. Um, I know Christine and I are planning to go to the Bahamas in August, right before the football season. And, uh, I, I may pull a Don here and just not get Wi-Fi out there just so that I don't have to get any emails or any social media posts or anything like that. And I'll just post it when I get back. It's like going through detox while having your phone with you. <laughs> oh, oh, easily. Um, so you both have been to a lot of different places, worked at a lot of different states and cities and things. So, Kelvin, you're out in Texas. Don, you're out in Oklahoma. Where, what is the restaurant that you guys are sitting there where you're working at right now and thinking, man, I wish I had that here? So, Kelvin, we'll start with you. Man, the last time I did your podcast, uh, I, I mentioned Marlots. That place closed, actually. Oh, so, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's no longer there. Uh, they had new ownership. Um, but in Kingsville, um, I mean, there's a reason why I've gained so much weight here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, But uh, I would say you know, there's a place called Big House Burgers. Um, a lot of people go there Monday. They have 25-cent wings. Um, so it's, it's a big popular place for students. Uh, Monday Night Football, obviously, you know, having it there, and, and we hosted our coaches' show there last year. Uh, but going going places to like around Kingsville, there, Young's Pizza, Green Jay Bar and Grill, Corpus is right down, you know, about 30, 40 minutes away. So, um, and my fiance works in Corpus, so we eat out in Corpus a lot, um, and that's where you have a lot of places. They say, see, the one the one issue I have though is that they say they have New York style and authentic New York pizza. It's not, it doesn't taste like that to me, <laughs> but. So that's the one gripe I have about South Texas, but um, hopefully this doesn't bite me in the butt 
by saying that. Dom, how about you? Yeah. Funny thing, I actually had this restaurant two days ago. Um, you know, I'm a northerner, so Culver's. Uh, you know, they're they're custard place, and they sell sell butter burgers, and they have one in Joplin, which is two dollars away. We went there on the way to Kansas City, so I'm going to be in Wisconsin next week when this podcast airs. Um, so you know, it's, well, I'll probably have it twice, but you know, around the area, you know, it's, I'd say. You know, there's no particular restaurant that I'm really like. You know, that's the place I'm going to go to. You know, on, on a go-to basis, but you know, there's it's very hard to find a bad barbecue place down here in you know Oklahoma and Texas. Um, you know, you, it you know it's these places have been around for like years and years and years, and you know you, you hear about a place that's kind of a hole in the wall, it's probably pretty good. You know, and it's normally a barbecue place or any sort of Mexican restaurant down this way too is, you know, I'm far enough south and you know, Calvin, you know, you probably get to go across the board if you really want to, <laughs> or you're at for some authentic Mexican food. Uh, yeah, I miss I miss Dominican food that I do miss. So when I go when I go back to New York, that's a my mom and my sister love cooking, and so that's I pretty much go on the Dominican binge in New York City. So. If anybody had any questions or any, you know, questions about Cider Chat, what would be the best way to get in touch with the both of you? Don, we'll start with you. Um, you can DM me at uh, Don D, B-I-E-T-H-I before you, yes, up there for C, uh, except for weird names like that. But, uh, <laughs> or, you, or you can email me at v.nsu.edu, nsuok.edu as well. That's your work email as well, so. Either way, you can contact me or you can direct, a, direct message us at side of, side of underscore chat um, on Twitter, too. You know, it's, um, most of the time, we're fairly quick to respond back uh, to any sort of messages or comments or concerns. Alvin? Um, it's, it's plug time already, David. It's plug it's, time, uh, yeah. Uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, I am Kelvin Q, so I-A-M-K-E-L-V-I-N-Q. Um, on now, I will say this on Snapchat, I don't add student athletes. So that's, that's the one, that's the that's one uh, place that, you know, you can keep it kind of about you necessarily. Uh-huh. So that, I guess that's, that's good advice too for, for young SIDs. Um, you know, keep Snapchat to yourself. Don't add all the student athletes. You, but, uh, there and you can, uh, DM me on, on Twitter or, or, or Instagram, um, you can email me, Kelvin Quelly, so K-E-L-V-I-N-Q-U-E-L-I-Z at Gmail. Um, my school email is kelvin.quellies at tamuk, T-A-M-U-K dot E-D-U. Uh, and like Don said, side of chat. I mean, we're, we're very quick to respond. I'm sure some of those notifications were from that account. Um, so we're, we're, we're very quick to respond on there. And uh, if, if you ever want to host or anything like that, just uh, hit us up. Those were the masterminds behind Side of Chat, which is Monday nights, 9 Eastern Time, 8 Central Time, over on Twitter, asking plenty of SID questions uh, for anybody that has any questions or actually wants to be a moderator. As Kelvin just said, they can always DM the Side of Chat account. So, uh, Don Veith, Kelvin Quellies, we thank them for coming on. Um, Download, subscribe, rate, and review. I know I've already done this whole thing, but I like to do the beginning and intro. So you got to bear with me for just a second here because I do have something. Big time, David. Big time, David. Right yep, there. big time. <laughs> so uh, follow us on 
I almost said Snapchat, Kelvin. I can't believe I almost did that. I don't have a Snapchat for Sports InfoCast, but Twitter and Facebook using backslash Sports InfoCast because SIDcast is already taken. We're on our way up to 500 followers is our campaign right now. We're up to, I think, 204 on Twitter, and we just peaked over 100 over on Facebook. So, uh, And Facebook's growing much, much, much larger than uh, Twitter is, so um, Twitter, step up your game. But also be on the lookout. You can follow uh, Go Big Cast at Go Big Cast. It'll be a new podcast hosted by the Beyond the Screen Network, which is our new podcast network we just came up with to give uh, fans and administrators, you know, a, a behind-the-scenes look behind their television screen of what goes on behind college athletics. So the first one of those was SID Cast. Now we do have Go Big Cast for collegiate athletic marketers. And if you follow me on Instagram. I may have teased a guest list uh, that I plan to pump out on uh, the first week of August. So um, look forward to that. And as always, I thank you all for downloading, and we hope to catch you all in the next episode.